0: Greetings, podcast listeners of The Andres Segovia Show. The following is an Instagram live that I did back on Thanksgiving. I figured I'd share it with you all. And if you don't want to miss out my Instagram lives whenever it is that I go live, I suggest you follow me on Instagram at The Andres Segovia. And remember to hit the notification button. Enjoy. You're listening to The Andres Segovia Show. watching live to so tune in if you're still up unless you're all passed out from a food coma which you probably are mm. i had a, a very interesting a twitter x ex exchange um, earlier today you see for those of you that follow my instagram stories i posted um, how much it costs at my checkout at ralph's here in riverside county california so only bought a few things but the total was like 40 dollars in change and that's after the rewards card so it was like a couple of these um fair life protein shakes a couple of fair lives of horizon carton of milk a horizon pack of american cheese um and a slice of, of, of smoked turkey breast and it was like 40 bucks well, conveniently, later that day, well, the day after, there was a an article on CNN saying that a family of ten can eat Thanksgiving dinner for sixty one dollars and seventy one cents. And that article was posted um, by Wall Street Silver, into which I ended up sharing that very video I put on Instagram. And I'm like, that article is crap. This was my checkout, and I put that video up. So I, I was expecting the reaction that I got. The majority of people support me, dude. I had way more likes than I had comments on it. But the ones that were commenting on it were saying things like, well, you're getting designer dairy. <laughs> designer dairy. Who the hell calls Fair Life Designer? Like, really? Mm. So stupid. Oh, I'll tell you why I'm drinking this here in a moment. But someone else was telling me, he's "Like, you're paying $5 for a protein shake. And you're complaining. This I used to pay two dollars and forty nine cents for. So jokes on you. The point remains: it's inflation. There's no way that you'll be able to cover a Thanksgiving feast for sixty one dollars. So when I said to my wife, my wife was like, "What are they eating? Canned food?" Like, I know, right? So then I ended up responding to everyone in general. And like for those of you that are criticizing my video or pushing back on it, I said, and I explained what it was and that everything that I showed there had experienced a 40 to 50% increase in prices. It makes my point, the point of the article was saying was that no, it's not that expensive, things are cheap, the administration was saying the same thing, that it's cheap, I'm like that's bull crap. anyway, so that's still the long and short of that. Uh, and I said, look, you're free to eat, you're hormone infused, caged animals, uh, canned food, high sodium products. No one's stopping you. Just don't judge me for choosing to not eat that, even though it costs double, um, well, 50% more than it used to cost to eat better or make better uh, food choices. <sighs> anyway, I need more protein today because there wasn't enough protein that I intook for dinner. Of course, you're there for the carbs. Like, Who eats the salad? I ate a little bit. Mm. Anyway. For those of you watching on the replay, I am going to give my testimony on how I came to Christ. I'm going to try to keep that you know, summarized zero, but still after Thanksgiving, and I'll tell you why. I'm probably going to clip out that very end and upload it separately, but um, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I was thinking about a stupid exchange. But uh, I did want to share something with you all in that I don't normally share like what the table looks like, or what the feast looks like, if there's a feast at all, and things like that. Because being that this is social media, I also understand that uh, there's a, there can be a lot of envy. Um, that there, it's, some people will be like, well, I wish I could experience that. And in these type of times, there's a, a lot of loneliness uh, for those that either have lost loved ones or don't have anyone for whatever reason to share it with. And so it's a pain point for some. Um, I had an exchange with somebody yesterday also on Twitter. X. Um, and it's someone from a, from a big, uh, one of the biggest conservative channels that we just happen to connect on, on X. And he posted that I didn't even know this about him, but he posted that, um, I don't want to die, but I don't often want to be alive to that extent. And he was talking about how difficult holidays can be. Um, and I shared it with them. Ditto. Been there. I'm glad you're with us. So that's why I don't really post stuff about holidays, especially like Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, to show familial gatherings. Yes, I, I would love to share more, uh, but normally I reserve that for family and friends. But in general, it's not like oh, let me boast. Uh, in fact, I don't. I don't like showing um, a lot of things that I that I have because there could be some envy or whatever. Uh, I'm very conscientious of that, especially when it's the demographics of my audience, the here on Instagram, YouTube, et you know, So it's to that that I say that uh, that's, that's why I didn't even, I'm not judging anybody that does, but I'm just saying that I am well aware of people that are struggling with that. And that kind of ties into a little bit of uh, my, my testimony about how I came to Christ. So I just wanted to throw that out there that, uh, hey, it, it, you know, if you know somebody, you should have, I hope you had invited them, uh, like I did for Thanksgiving. Didn't end up showing up, but, uh, um, they, it's the first time they didn't, but uh, they said that they were um, situated somewhere else. Like, Okay, good. I just didn't want you to spend the holiday alone. Uh, I made phone calls before the holiday and just checking up on some friends, um, that I consider family almost, and just made sure that they, you told me you were going to be alone. I don't want you to be alone. My like, please. Uh, come on over, even though I'm not the one hosting, but please come on over. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's uh, yes. Yeah, so that's uh what I wanted to share with respect to that, the whole after Thanksgiving thing. Um, on my way to Thanksgiving dinner, because I wasn't hosting uh, today, and thank God we didn't because the, none of the guests would have been able to show up. The freeway heading towards our house, the only freeway to be able to come to our house, the express lane. All the open lanes, the connecting freeways, the side streets were all closed, trying to come this way because it was a massive accident. We were driving by, and one of the first reactions that tends to be from from my wife and God bless her for this uh, and my kids hey let 's pray for them and it's a habit that i haven't gotten into. Uh, after all these years but uh, she's always the first to bring it up so uh, we did you know like someone's is just ruined just now and all these other people are affected by it and some people might be uh, upset because they're stuck in traffic but the mere fact that somebody that none of us know um, got involved in this accident that was on the freeway whether it was their fault or it just happened to be happenstance whatever it is everyone else Got affected by that, and had we been hosting, Thanksgiving would have been canceled. Um, These—that's—that's that's how easy things can change in life. You know, <clears throat> this is just me reflecting on a lot of things, especially after Thanksgiving. Um, but we we're able to get to Thanksgiving on time, and on my way over there, on our way over there, um, my one of my youngest sons was sitting all the way in the back and was just shouting from the back all the way to the front in the SUV, um, asking, "Hey, Daddy." how old were you when you fought demons? <laughs> I'm not laughing because of the question. I'm laughing because of how left field that came out of. The reason he's asking me that is because I told him about my my struggles with the demonic. And a lot of you don't probably don't know that about me. That's why I said I'm going to clip this out and upload it separately. <clears throat> but that I told him, I'll have to answer that some other time. It's not really the right time right now, and baby's going to sleep, so let, let him sleep. But I did chronicle uh, a lot of my struggles in in a, in a romantic comedy series that I'm doing called The Many Misadventures of Enoch Bellagio, and the first book is called Finding Love, but Not Really, by yours truly. This is one in three novels that have already been published. Yeah, already been published by yours truly. Mm-hmm. woo so um. I'm going to put this down, and I do need more protein, okay? Mm. By the way, I think my hair is looking a little bit like Goku right now. Got too long, need to trim it. All right, but I need to keep this short because I am tired, and this video is already longer than I like. But like I said, I'm planning on clipping up the testimony section, so I'll probably do some other time. Um, But anyway, to all of you that uh, voted on the poll. I will be sharing these stories with you all in the order that uh, got the most votes. So the first one up is How I Came to Christ. The one after that would be How I Met My Wife. And the last one is my Detransition Story. Yeah, some of you guys probably skimmed over that one. Yes, we have to talk. That's for later, though. Locals will see it first. Especially this one. All right, so in a nutshell, How I Came to Christ, and there's a lot of layers to it. And I'm sure many others can, um, can ex- ex- probably relate to a lot of this. But in a nutshell, to just tell you about my upbringing is my father was an evangelist. Um, my mother was Catholic that ended up coming to, um, I guess, the, not, the Protestant uh, Reformed belief because of two very conflicting ideals there. <clears throat> and I was born into that life that in no way made me Christian. That's one of the major differences that I have with what Protestants have with Catholics. Well, I'll just say Catholicism, but Catholics. Because when Catholics, so those of you who probably know this, uh, are born, they're immediately baptized. Well, to us, we are not baptized when we're born. But we to make that of our own volition and baptism comes after confessing with our mouths that Jesus is our Lord and Savior. So... I did have that coming to Jesus moment when I was 12, so, yeah, yeah but I would say um, close to 12 and a half, <clears throat> um, but that's after, and like I said, there's so many layers, so I'm just going to throw this as just uh, like things that happen, but I can't tell you all of it because or else this video is going to be days long, <laughs> uh, but just know it involves angels, miracles, near-death experiences, demons. And suicide, so there's a lot of elements to all of it. Um, and all, all I can tell you is the part where why I accepted Christ as my personal savior, uh, growing up in the church, not being Christian at all, and it's just finally coming to accept was when I had my first encounter with an angel, and, and this was a motel six in St. George, Utah. It was over the summer of when I was 12, I'm 39 now, so do the math, R- rewind all that, all those years back and I was drowning in a pool, surrounded by a lot of family and friends. I was not as tall as I am today. I didn't know how to swim, uh, very public pool. You know, we were all trying to s- learn how to swim in the shallow part, but I thought I could do it in the deep part after I learned how to you know, do the motions that didn't work. And everybody thought I was faking. So uh, before um, before the lights went out, if you, if you will, uh, I was trying to gasp for air every time I tried to come up, but I swallowed more water and everything was coming darker quicker. Um, now the, it's It happened so fast, all of it, but I, I remember it in slow motion, especially the part where it looked like there was a light hovering over the over the pool. And um, I don't wanna say it was a halo, but it was. It definitely had a, a, a circular shape to it until I saw a hand, and I was more curious about the, that for a moment than I was of drowning. So eventually I tried a leap for it, and you know, I tried a couple of times if I recall. Uh, and when it looked like I was reaching out to be able to grab this light that where it looked in a way uh, that a hand was stretching out to me, too, that as soon as I tried to grab it, I was throwing up water on the side of the pool. So after I collected myself, you know, I I yelled at everybody. I like, how come no one came to, to my aid? And everyone was there. We thought you were faking. Um, yeah, I was just so upset. Like I, I'm done with the pool. I'm going inside. It was a hot summer. Didn't matter. I'm going to go inside because I'm angry at the whole world right now. But as I was leaving, I did ask him, did anybody else see that? They're like, what? Did you guys see that light on top of the pool? And everybody was shaking their heads like, no, what? There was no light there. You know, it's like, was there a plane, a helicopter, anything, whatever? It's bright daylight. But did you see something that was equal to a very bright light that could have possibly shown right there on that pool at that moment? And I was like, we don't know what you're talking about. So I left. And that... Left an impression on me because I thought about that for a long, uh, for several months, Um and it wasn't until it was like a Bible meeting or whatever. My uh, my dad had had a uh, my brother, a friend that's like a brother to me, and and myself um, after the fact, and we were just talking, and eventually he asked if we want to accept Christ as our personal savior. And at that point, I was connecting two things together, and I'm like, you know what? Yes, I think so. So I accepted Christ, but I didn't really know what I was doing. So I just thought I was going through the motions. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get baptized until I was 16, and even that felt coerced. So when I got baptized, it was because a, another dear family friend uh, was also getting baptized, and um, we're days apart in our births, and so our families grew together. Uh, we we're very close. We spend our, our weekends together. And the 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 matriarch of that side of the family was basically trying to set me up with, <laughs> it's written in the stars that the Segovia bloodline is going to be connected to this bloodline. <laughs> um, she, she, really, she really pushed and tried. So when she heard that uh, her granddaughter was getting baptized, but I was not getting baptized, at least not the same time that she was, all that I hear about it, <laughs> so like okay okay I'll do it I'll do it so that's what I said I felt I was coerced to do it but um, before getting baptized I was trying to make my peace with God alright Lord I want to do this and I want to do this right and I want to do it for you so I did end up uh, uh, getting baptized it felt like a relief and I thought I declared it in my heart like you know what this is um I guess life's gonna get a lot easier as a Christian after this yeah. That was very naive, the complete opposite of everything else, especially when it opened the door to what people might just consider either hallucinations or, you know, just make believe or whatever. Um, That's what my son asked me What he asked me. He's like, Dad, how old were you when you fought demons? I was 16. Because after I got baptized, I saw the world in a whole new light and I saw things. And dealt with things and beings that, um, well, did not of this world. So that was a that's a story from another time. Um, I hate to tease you that way, but it's the truth. Story from another time. I can't get into it, but this is all just a nutshell of just so many more layers to what I wish I could tell you here now, but I can't, won't, and when I do eventually get to the story of how I met. Uh, my wife, and how all that came to be. These kind of built in together in that, in this storyline, The Many many Misadventures of Enoch Bellagio, the character that I created, is highly inspired by events in my my life. So uh, I change the name of people, I make amalgamations of characters and things like that, but I can tell you that when some of my closest friends and family picked up this book and they're like, oh, I know who that is. It's just by characteristics, they were able to tell uh, until they got to certain parts of the book where they're like, I have questions. What's this part about here? Um, it seems a little off. I'm like, Nope, it's not off. It's like, okay, but did this really happen? And in the conversations that started after that, some of my friends broke down crying because they're like, you mean we were friends? and this whole time you didn't say anything. And it's like, you have to understand that there are some battles. doesn't matter how much you're loved. doesn't matter how great your family or friends can be. You fight it alone. And that's a reflection on what uh, Thanksgiving can sometimes be like for individuals that find the holidays really rough too. I never felt the holidays as rough. In fact, I hated holidays uh i just didn't care i'm like oh we gotta go through these motions again i didn't celebrate my birthday for a long time i even purposely forgot it and i did forget my own birthday because well i never asked to be alive i didn't care to be alive so why would i be grateful for my birthday so when i say that thanksgiving is my favorite holiday it's because i learned to be grateful i know a lot of people look at christmas because of the whole christmas spirit whatever that means what does the Christmas spirit mean to you? I don't even want to get into that. Some people just think of a commercialized Christmas, a secondary Christmas. That means nothing to me. I hate that. And then you have those that know of Christmas and what the true meaning of Christmas is, but then they tell you it wasn't December, so we're not celebrating December. It's like, shut up. Okay? Stop ruining it for everybody else. I'm not, I'm not Ebenezer Scrooge in that sense. Okay? I know that Jesus wasn't born December 25th, and there's questionable origins of it, but even you don't do the homework about it, that means you know nothing about it, but stop rooting for everybody else that are trying to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So, just you know who you are. You're probably watching, too. <laughs> so, uh, but back to Thanksgiving. But Thanksgiving is a unique thing. It's, it's an American tradition, and it's as American as it gets. Um... And it's a unique thing uh, when you take consideration what the whole world is this is a unique thing to the united states a part of my culture that i pass on to my kids and i hope they continue to pass on from there on after but i learned how to give thanks and so i do that's why i hate it when people just overlook thanksgiving that i know people that i know okay and i'm not judging just anybody i'm talking about people that i know that should know better and when I started cooking for Thanksgiving, it really would upset me when people were like, Can we rush this dinner? Can I need to go to Black Friday? Oh, screw Black Friday. You know, it's, it's, commercialization of Christmas ruined Thanksgiving. But If you couldn't know more about the bridge in all this, on what exactly I was talking about, I recommend picking up this book. In fact, I'm planning on doing a giveaway. So stay tuned for those of you that follow me across the socials, particularly here on Instagram, because I will be sharing that with you. And um, for those of you that uh, are interested, go to Amazon. This is available in Kindle and in paperback. Uh, Prefer you get it in paperback because it's a whole different experience when you read it. Uh, Audiobook, some of you have asked for it. So I'll see if I can do it now that I've finished the first arc, which is the for the three books in this series, because there are more in the works. And I'm currently finalizing an epilogue that I'm going to be putting into a deluxe version of the third book. So anyway, I think I went on way longer than I wanted. I said I will not make this video 24 minutes long. It's been 21. At least I think it is. Designer Dairy, (laughs) oh my goodness, these people, the people you run into on Twitter next surely are unique. (laughs) That's really it folks. Thank you so very much. I hope you had a very happy and grateful Thanksgiving, and now here's to Christmas, just a few more days. See you on the socials. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Andres Segovia Show. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to stay in the know. If you want a question featured on the program or you never know, it could be an episode all on its own. You can message me at any of the social media links available at my website, www.deandressegovia.com. Also available there are all the directories where you can find my show. Remember to also follow me on YouTube and Instagram where other exclusive content resides. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the program. I'll see you on the next one.